Hi Dakasa members, this is Vanessa Jots from the Dakasa office and today we'll have our fourth podcast and, and the topic will be when can a credit provider terminate debt review? So firstly we have to draw a distinction between two credit provider terminations allowed by the National Credit Act. The first one is section 86 termination. The second one is the section 88 subsection 3 termination. Firstly, in terms of the National Credit Act, it allows a debt counsellor to fulfil his or her duties in accordance with Section 86 of the National Credit Act within 60 business days. This means, near the end of the 60 business days, a debt counsellor is required to lodge a matched court debt review application. This court application can be unopposed if all the credit providers consented to the debt rearrangement proposal or an opposed application if the debt rearrangement proposal has not been accepted by all the credit providers. However, the court application should be lodged within 60 business days after the consumer application. If the court application is not lodged within the 60 business days and the consumer is in default of the credit agreement, then the consumer's protection falls away and the credit provider in terms of a section 86 subsection 10 of the NCA has the right to terminate the credit agreement from debt review. It should be further noted that in terms of section 86 subsection 10 and section 130 subsection 1a of the NCA, a written notice must be given to the consumer, the debt counsellor and the NCR. The manner of delivery is an important aspect in the process. As the NCA in Section 86, Subsection 10, Section 129 and Section 130 fails to address how this notice should be delivered, we have to look at Section 168 of the National Credit Act, which states that if the Act requires a notice to be delivered but fails to address how that um, notice should be delivered, the notice should be delivered either to that person or by registered mail to the person's last known address. However, in the case of the notice to debt counsellor and the NCR, both would have had an agreement in place with the credit provider to accept all notices via electronic mail, which will be a sufficient method of delivery. Then, in terms of section 130, subsection 1a, 10 business days should lapse after the notice all the notices were delivered and then only can a credit provider approach the court to enforce the terms of the credit agreement. However, section 86 subsection 11 in return then gives the court the discretion to make an order to resume the debt review on any conditions the court considers, considers just in the circumstances. So the practical interpretation is that a consumer should defend the court action and put forth a case to the court. A defence can include that the credit provider incorrectly terminated the credit agreement from debt review by either not participating in good faith in the review and in any negotiations designed to result in responsible debt rearrangement. This is confirmed by section 86 subsection 5b, um, which is also confirmed in the case of NetBank versus Malloy. Another legitimate defence is that the credit provider failed to comply with the requirements of sending the section 86 subsection 10 notice meaning not all parties have been notified in terms of the Act. To summarise, Section 86 subsection 10 termination is a remedy for credit providers if the court application has not, be fi- not been filed within the 60 business days. 
This point of view can be supported by section 129, subsection 2, which states that a notice in terms of section 129, subsection 1a, and a notice in terms of section 86, subsection 10, can only be sent if the credit agreement is not subject to a debt restructuring order or proceedings in a court that could result in such an order, meaning the debt review court application has been filed in court and you're awaiting the court order. And that is why the second form of termination comes into play, which is section 88, subsection 3 of the NCA. Now, this provision in the NCA does not mention that a notice of termination needs to be sent to any party. As confirmed in APSA versus De Kock, the credit provider will use this method of termination if there is already an existing debt restructuring court order and the consumer defaults in its repayments. This is why it's of absolute importance to inform your clients that they should not default. All the consumer protection will fall away and there is no obligation on the credit provider to reinstate the credit agreement under debt review. The credit provider can purely proceed to enforce the credit agreement without sending out any notice to either the consumer, debt counsellor or the NCR. The onus will be on the credit provider to prove that a consumer failed to adhere to the debt restructuring order. A consumer can defend the action and set forth a case in response that he or she did adhere to the debt restructuring order. If you have any further questions regarding terminations, feel, feel free to give me a call. All my details are on the DeCasa website at www.decasa.co.za. I will also upload a written version on terminations on our website. Have a good day. Till next time. Bye.